We'll hear argument first today in case 06-1456, Cuellar versus United States. Mr. Beard. Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice, and may it please the Court. Section 1956, the money laundering statute, requires an intent to minimize the criminal taint of unlawful proceeds. But the statute does not criminalize concealing money's existence. In this case, Mr. Cuellar's conviction should be reversed for two reasons. First, while the method of the transportation involved may have been designed to conceal, the transportation itself was not. Secondly, while Cuellar may have, in fact, concealed money itself, he did not conceal the nature, source, location, ownership, uh, or control of the unlawful proceeds. Well, he certainly concealed the location. They were, you know, secreted in the car and under the, the goat hair and everything else. The location of the money was certainly concealed. Chief Justice, the, in the broader sense, location was concealed. Um, the, the point to be taken here, I think, is this. An examination of the, of the, the text itself reveals particular listed attributes and location numbers among them. But what this suggests, uh, the requirement that there be a design to conceal or to disguise these, uh, these particular attributes necessarily means a plan, if you will, for those, um, <coughs> excuse me, for those attributes to be uh, presented um, either to law enforcement if they intercept the money or injected into legitimate commerce later. In other words, they'll be observed later. Location has independent meaning, but it's also uh, understood within the context of the words that surround it. All money changes location, whether concealed or not. Location in this context means more than the location that, uh, that the money was found in the car. Maybe I should ask you this now because you probably have thought about it and I can't work it out. I, I don't see any problem here with the word location. I thought what you would say is it isn't the transportation in this instance that sealed the location. It's the method of transportation that sealed the location. Yes, Justice. If you read it that literally, then there is no problem in getting to your interpretation of the statute. Or is there? Because since you didn't advance that argument, I thought maybe there's something I've not seen here. No, Justice uh, Breyer, you're, you're, you're correct. There is a huge difference between the method of transportation, the transportation itself. And in this particular case, uh, the, the difference is certainly implicated. What we understand the government to be arguing is that the, the, the method of the transportation satisfies the, the listed attributes. But if that were the case, it would effectively tra- uh, render all transportations of funds necessarily to be money laundering. May I just ask, what, what do you mean by method of transportation in this case? You mean it was in a car or the fact it was in, wrapped up in dirty, in a dirty kind of containers and so forth and so on? Uh, Justice Stevens, what I'm referring to is that certainly that it was in a car, but that there was a secret compartment. Goat hair was, was sprinkled around to try to um, uh, throw off drug detection dogs and, and those type of, of characteristics. But isn't that all just evidence that there was a, me- a motive to conceal the ownership? No, I don't think so, um, uh, Justice Stevens. The, it, what we're looking at here is that the design of the transport, the fact that Mr. Cuellar may or may not have known, for example, who owned um, where the money was coming from or who owned it, that doesn't go to the design of the transportation. The design of the transportation itself is just to get the money to Mexico. And I can say that abstractly, but in this case in particular, because we know from the government's evidence that what this was was essentially the last leg of a drug trafficking deal. We know that this was repayment. 
So the, in, in this particular case, at least, the, the purpose of this transportation was to get this money back as repayment money. And if, that's he were, if he were a courier bringing, bringing the marijuana into the United States, what would be the crime and the penalty? Uh, Justice, if he was bringing — If he was bringing marijuana into the United States instead of returning with the proceeds. Well, presumably, just, uh, Your Honor, it would be a drug trafficking crime. But, of course, as I understand your hypothetical, he would, have, he would possess marijuana at that time. But now he possesses money, and you're not saying this is innocent behavior. It is criminal behavior, so what is the crime if it's not money laundering? We have suggested that Mr. Cuellar's liability, uh, liability or culpability uh, lied more properly under the bulk cash smuggling statute. But that requires knowing that it's illegal to take out more than X amount of money, and there's nothing that indicates that the common courier would, would know anything about <coughs> such a provision. Yes, you're correct that, that the, it would require uh, inference as opposed to direct evidence, and this is why in our reply brief we, we gave an example of where the identical type behavior arose, uh, not in Texas but in, in Alabama, and in fact the, the individual pleaded guilty to bulk cash smuggling. So I suppose my, my response would be this. The same weak inferences that supported the money laundering conviction in the, in the government's eyes would be the same inferences that would support well, if, cash if, smuggling. If, if we take it that you concede, I don't want to say that you concede. If, if we take it the government had a very strong case under the smuggling statute, uh, wouldn't it have an equally strong case under um, little i of the statute that uh, we're considering here, uh, which doesn't require concealing or disguising the nature, just to avoid a transportation rep reporting requirement? That's the same as the smuggling statute. No, I, I don't. I, I know the government didn't indict under a little. Uh, but I don't think it is the I. same, Your Honor, because the the cash smuggling, uh, the bulk cash smuggling statute speaks to currency, and of course this speaks to transactions. So I think that there is, in fact, uh, a substitute. You mean is it proceeds of an illegal transaction? Well, I'm, I'm I'm distinguishing between currency and transaction because, as I understand it, at least transaction might implicate in, in a banking context, but. Cash is cash, if you will. So, so, and it doesn't yeah. matter for purposes of the bulk cash statute that it was illegal. It could be perfectly lawful money. Yes, Your Honor, absolutely. I mean, th that's certainly true. But why, why isn't this transporting to conceal the location or the ownership in this sense? Suppose you have someone the police suspect of engaging in drug activities. They know he sold, you know, so much marijuana or whatever, and got cash back. They think it's there, and they're going to investigate it. But this fellow comes in, and they transport the uh, proceeds ac across the border. Isn't that transportation to conceal the location or the ownership? As I understand it, um, Mr. Chief Justice, if the police are aware of it, and then the, the flush, if you will, takes the money across, I think that's, that's much closer. That's well, they think it's there, but they're not sure. And they, you know, that would help them make their case to find out that the guy they think sold the drugs has $80,000. So they get a search warrant or whatever, and it turns out he doesn't because it's been transported to conceal the location or ownership. I, I would, uh, no, I, I think that the, um, if the police were aware, if the police were aware and, and, the, and the kingpin were aware and, and put in place some type of design, if you will, to, to flush the money and, and perhaps to, to Mexico under the circumstances you've described. 
then you would be closer to to um, having money laundering liability, although certainly I don't know that the, that the courier necessarily would. However, I think it's very important to, to consider that the, the money laundering statute necessarily contemplates this notion of, of, uh, of, of detection or the money resurfacing, if you will. And, and the reason I think that's important is because it gives a, a particular meaning to those listed attributes. Um, if the police were just, like in this case, just stumbled upon it, and nothing was, had been done, um, and there was no evidence on the record to suggest that there was going to be anything done in this case other than repayment, money laundering liability is simply not going to arise. Now, I think that — I, I still don't see why isn't what the Chief Justice said absolutely right. If you are transporting this money to get it out of town so the police can't find it, you're transporting it to conceal it. That falls right within the statute. If you're transporting it simply to pay some couriers somewhere else, you're not transporting it to conceal it. And if, in fact, the transportation is done in a way that conceals it, that's beside the point, because the statute is interested in transporting it in order to conceal it. I think this, uh, what is wrong with that? I think what's wrong, uh, uh, Your Honor, is that the, the the statute focuses on the transportation or some of the other transfers or transmission. And specifically is coupled, if you will, with this notion of, of, uh, of the attributes themselves. I don't know that it's, uh, it's simply too broad, in fact, to say that all transportations will necessarily incur the, the money laundering liability. Well, so maybe I didn't understand the question. I thought he was helping you, but, but maybe. Were you helping him? I thought so. <laughs> Address the question. I thought the Chief it sounds like he was no, making the distinction that didn't the dissenting judge make between the, the dissenting judge said transporting to conceal is no good, but concealing to transport is okay. That's, you're, you're correct, Your Honor, and, and um, that is, I think, a point to be made. The, the uh, Judge Smith below did try to highlight the fact that if you transport to conceal, then you're beginning to implicate money laundering liability. Suppose someone uh, transports money across a border and is, is recorded surreptitiously on tape explaining exactly why the person did it. And the person says, the reason why I'm transporting this across the border is because I know that when I get it to the destination country, that's a place where people use huge amounts of cash for bank deposits, for purchases, and therefore the act of transporting it from the United States to the other country will disguise the nature of the cash as drug money. Would that fall within the statute? No, I don't think so, uh, Justice Alito. And, and the reason I don't is because that, uh, what you've described, implicates uh, potential money spending, that this notion that the money is, is uh, uh, easier spent. But without more, uh, money spending would not equate to money laundering. That's, that's Why wouldn't that fit the, the, the literal language of the statute? It's a transportation across the border with the design to conceal the nature, i.e., that it's drug money, of this money. I'm not sure, Justice, that you've actually concealed the nature. If the money was going, uh, if the money was dirty and going across dirty, it remained dirty and just happened to be spent. But yeah, it, but it, it doesn't remain dirty uh, simply because it goes to a place in which the appearance of this kind of cash does not have the dirty appearance that it does at home. Why, why isn't that the, 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 the correct answer? And I, why doesn't that make it laundering? 
Again, I don't know that there has been, as I understood the hypothetical, I don't think that there's been any uh, um, um, suggestion of, of, of the design to conceal the, the why. You're just taking dirty and you're and no, money. But the, the design to conceal, maybe I misunderstood the hypo, but I thought the design to conceal was you conceal the dirty character of the money by taking it to a place and using it in that place where use of large amounts of cash, whether for bank deposits or spending in luxury stores, does not have the dirty implication, the dirty appearance that it does in the United States. So why doesn't that, therefore, satisfy the concealment? I, uh, Justice Souter, I, I think that the, the answer to the question is, is here. The, the statute is designed to take uh, our purpose to take these dirty proceeds, unlawful proceeds, and to, to cleanse them so as to prevent their injection into, into streams of legitimate commerce. What you've described is, is spending, is admittedly spending, but I don't think that this, the spending that's con- that you uh, contemplated there basically um, implicates the core concern, if you will. The we money- don't have any evidence like that here anyway, do we? Do, do, do we know that this was going to uh, spendy land where everybody has a lot of money? Did, did, did we know that? Uh, Justice Scalia, what we know, um, because the government's evidence established it, is that the money was being sent back to, to, to Mexico to repay. Does everybody have a lot of money in Mexico? Is that? Well, I, I would hazard to say no, of course, but uh, was there, the record Was there evidence uh, about the nature of the Mexican economy? There was. There was, what, uh, was the, what was the evidence? I'm sorry? What was the evidence? The evidence that you just asked about was went to that it was easier to spend money uh, in Mexico. Well, so wasn't there an expert who said that, it, that Mexico has a cash economy? Yes, yes. And, and, it, and, and what does that mean? What uh, what I take it to mean does is it that mean that people can spend a lot of cash without raising eyebrows. Certainly, more than here, that was what I think that the evidence was was offered for. And the same expert, of course, offered, you know, established, uh, or the government established to the same expert that, that the purpose of this particular transportation was to com- complete the, the transaction, the drug transaction. In, in your brief, you argued that there has to be a design to create the appearance of legitimate wealth. Is, are you drawing back now from that argument? No, and, and of course, um, we are well aware that those words are not found in the statute, nor did we suggest that they were. But what we have suggested is simply this. That's, that's if you will, uh, shorthand for describing what necessarily occurs if the attributes, the listed attributes, uh, are obfuscated. That is the cleansing mechanism. Well, why would that be so? Suppose, let me take, just modify my hypothetical. What this person says on the tape is, I'm sending this money across the border because I know that if it, once it gets there, it will be harder to establish my ownership of it. People will still know that it's drug money, perhaps, but they, it will be harder to establish my ownership of it. Now, would that fall within the statute? Well, at that point, yes, because I, I think — But there wouldn't be a, an attempt to create the appearance of legitimate wealth there, then, would there? Well, to the extent that the individual who's been taped is, is contemplating the money's resurfacing, I, I think that there would be. It would be not legitimate wealth, though, and perhaps I, I need to drive this point home. It would be less dirty. In other words, there's not a requirement that the dirty money necessarily be made clean or a, a description, but that the dirty money be made less dirty. And that, I think, is, is — is, uh, Does the statutory talking. purpose have to be the only purpose or the principal purpose? I mean, I could conceive 
that the principal purpose of this transportation was to give them the money back to the fellow who gave the drugs to pay the provider of the drugs. I assume that would be the principal purpose. But what if you know that when the, pay, when the provider of the drugs is paid, he'll be able to spend this cash easily in Mexico, which has a cash economy? Uh, and let's assume that the latter is enough to satisfy the purpose requirement of the statute. What, what would be the result? If we uh, — well, Justice Scalia, if we if, — If you assume a primary purpose to pay off right. the uh, — if we assume that the that the latter, it, it, as you just said, satisfies the statute, then you have a conviction. But but we certainly don't assume that because that implicates money spending, and money spending hasn't uh, hasn't been held to be money laundering. Even though that wasn't the real purpose. I mean, the real purpose was to pay off this fellow. Yes, otherwise absolutely. Might come, come and that you. And uh, but once you do pay him off, you know that the money is going to be readily spendable. Well, certainly in this case. We, we don't have any evidence that Mr. Cuellar knew any such thing. If you were to, to remove it from the confines of the yeah. Cuellar case, I think you've, um, your hypothetical does come closer to implicating liability, but that's simply not what we have here, at least. Now, yes, what you, what you understand the language, disguise the nature of the proceeds of specified unlawful activity to mean. Does that, is that satisfied by merely proof that it is proceeds of unlawful activity, or do you have to tell, is there, what is the word nature talking No, uh, Justice Stevens, it would, again, I think, require more if, if all that were required is to show that there was a, a unlawful uh, proceeds. Yeah, and that's then what you it would, seems then to then say. Would, so what, what I'm asking is, what, what do you think it means? Well, what I think it means is that you have to, there has to be some, that the transportation or, or what have you has to be purposed, designed to take the nature and obfuscate it. Because, and this. No, but, but I'm just asking about the word, the meaning of the word nature. What is the nature other than the fact it's proceeds of unlawful activity? That it would, I, I think that it would, nature is perhaps the first and foremost of the attributes, but I think that it means, uh, that it means dirty, unclean. But dirty in some sense other than being proceeds of specified unlawful activity? Oh, I, okay. Um, I just I don't, don't know what that means other than uh, I, I, that it I, is proceeds of When I have, when I read the attributes and, 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 and contemplate. I'm just talking about the one attribute, nature. Right. I'm trying to understand what you think that means. I, I, have, an, I have thought of it as meaning basically dirty. And they're proceeds of unlawful activity. Proceeds of unlawful activity are, are the proceeds. It's always dirty. There may be, well, I, yes, I see where you're going. Is there a, is there a, what is the independent meaning of, of, of nature? I think that. Well, why isn't it simply to change the nature from being drug money to look like it's apparently innocent? I mean, the, the change of the nature, the nature going in is it's always dirty. It's drug money. And the purpose of the concealment is to get it converted to some different nature, i.e. clean money. Isn't yes. that what the disguise the nature means? I, I, I don't — I broke no quarrel with that. I mean, yes, I'm just I'm, — what I was simply suggesting — But the verb suggest. is not transform. The verb is disguise or conceal. That's, that's true. Yeah. And, and, there, and, and the meaning, certainly, of conceal would be to bring it forward with maybe no explanation of, 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 of the, the, the taint, if you will. And, of course, the disguise 
would be to maybe create a false uh, explanation of, of, of where the money is. Was there a reporting requirement for uh, the for this shipment if if he'd gone through the border? Would he? Would, well, then. A lot of what you're arguing about isn't very important because they could just uh, indict under double I. Um, to avoid a transaction, to avoid reporting, a transaction reporting requirement. And you wouldn't have to go through all this nature thing. As, uh, uh, Your Honor, as I understand it, he would have a currency reporting requirement had he, had he been but going But you south. indicated that there is such a requirement. A, a currency reporting requirement, <laughs> yes. I'm not, I'm not sure that there is a transaction reporting requirement. I think that that, in fact, may oh, implicate different, different considerations. And if he, didn't, if he didn't know about the currency reporting requirement, then he's not guilty under that statute because it requires knowledge. That, I, yes, uh, Your Honor, I understand. And, and so where we are left with, he may not be guilty on, under money laundering and perhaps, perhaps not under bulk cash smuggling. But that in itself does not... Uh, necessitate then a, a, a broadly interpreted understanding of the money line. Then if, if he's not, if he doesn't fit into either category, then there's no crime. That's a possibility, yes. Absolutely. What, Counsel, what, what it, can yes, I Chief Justice. Justice Stevens' line of questioning. If, if, do you conceal the nature of proceeds if you conceal the proceeds? No, and I think that, uh, Mr. Chief Justice, I think that it's important to understand, for example, that, that hiding uh, money is not necessarily the same thing as, as con- or concealing money is not necessarily the same thing as concealing the location. Um, and I think you could make the same type of analysis well, that, the other. that doesn't seem to follow. I, I, I understand the argument with nature. In other words, you're not concealing the nature. It's just not there. But when you're hiding it, you are concealing the location. Yes, but again, I think that the term location, which is understood in the context of the words surrounded, if I take money and hide it, well, that, in my that gets me to a, a question that you, several times you've referenced the attributes. Are you, are you saying that the statute would have a different meaning if it just said location? What I'm suggesting, uh, uh, Chief Justice, is that if the, that the statute would have a particularly different meaning, the one that the government wants, if, if the attributes just listed existence of the money. There is a huge difference between hiding money or hiding the location of the money. If you just had location by itself, I'd be making the same argument, but there's a huge difference between hiding money or hiding the location. You, well, you better explain that a little more for me. All right. They then. seem if I, the if, same. If I know, I think that the uh, um, hiding the location uh, suggests that the individual uh, is contemplating the money resurfacing later, either th- for injection into commerce or for uh, perhaps if, if the police discover it, and they're trying the, the 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 launderer, if you will, is trying to make sure that the money um, would survive that subsequent. Okay, so route. hiding location, that's hiding it's lo- going to come up later. Yes, and if you just hide the money, you assume he's just going to leave it somewhere and forget no. about it. No, Mr. Chief Justice, if you just hide the money, that would encompass just hiding money, for example, in, in the backyard of your house with with or in a, a tin can or under a mattress or whatever. It's a much broader broader concept. And I think that's really what is at play here, because to the extent that the government is focusing on the, the method or, uh, of, of the concealment here, they're, they're implicating that type of, of behavior, if you will, and saying it's sufficient to support a money laundering conviction. This what money if there's a wire transfer to a bank in another country because that bank has bank secrecy laws that will make it impossible to 
ascertain the location of the money once it's there. Does that fall within the statute? At this point, no, um, Justice, because you haven't suggested that there was any type of, uh, of, of design, any intent to disguise or conceal. You've just suggested it went to another place. If I sent it if to an account — If that's the purpose, that the person says, I'm sending this to blank country because they've got blank se- bank secrecy laws there that make it impossible to, to find this money once it gets into their banking system. No, at that, that's not on those facts, no, I don't think so. Now, if I were sending money uh, to accounts in the jurisdiction you've described and perhaps uh, with a little bit more uh, different names on the accounts or, or what have you, then I, then I think a different result. But if I'm just sending from my account here to my account there, then no. Would you no. say the same thing for you just put it in a safe deposit box in a bank in the Bahamas? I would make the same. I, I, my answer would be the same if, without more. Your Honor. Well, the more, more the more is they don't hold it under your name; they hold it under a, a numerical account number. That's well. That, then that changes everything. It, it, it very well may. At least I don't know that it changes everything, but it, it very well may lead to a different result. But but you just modified the, the hypothetical. What I what I'm suggesting is that if you're just putting money in a in a safety deposit box for this account or under the mattress. Or in the hole in because the, the police can't find it in that account, even if it is still under your name. In an account here, the police would be able to, to find it. In an account in the Cayman Islands, they won't be able to. Isn't that, isn't that transporting it in order to conceal? Justice. To conceal uh, it? No, I don't think so. And, and I, I'll briefly answer and try to come back to you in, in rebuttal. But I think that it's important to understand the money laundering statute is not a detection statute. That's not where the, 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 the focus of the, of the statute rests. Mr. Chief Justice, if I can reserve the balance of my time. Thank you, I, Mr. I don't understand that, so I hope you will explain it later. doesn't mean anything. It's not a detection statute. Ms. Shirtler. Mr. Chief Justice, and may it please the Court, the International Concealment Money Laundering Statute contains no appearance of legitimate wealth requirement, nor does it demand proof that the illegal proceeds will be cleansed after they cross the United States border. Petitioners' construction of the statute is not supported by its text and would defeat its purpose. What the statute does require is proof beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant knows that he has illegal proceeds and that he knows that the transportation across the border of those known illegal proceeds is designed in whole or in part to conceal or disguise one, at least one, of the facts in the statute about those proceeds. The phrase designed in whole or in part directs a full examination of the plan, of the way in which the cross-border transportation of these known illegal proceeds was planned out. Does does the word transportation mean the act of transportation across the border or the method of transportation? The word transportation itself means the carrying of something from one place to another. The phrase designed in whole or in part suggests that one should look at the entire plan, the way, the way that this transportation was conceived or planned out in the mind, which would include, we would submit, the method 
that was de- that was chosen to be used for this transportation, the individual who was designated to conduct this transportation of known illegal proceeds across the United States border, and yes, reasons for conducting that transportation as well. But it is not limited, as petitioner would suggest, to just one fact. That being, what's going to happen to the funds after the transportation? Go back to is Justice over. Alito's question. I agree with you that you could read this as including a prohibition against a method of transportation, which method is to hide the money. You could. But you could also read it, the way that the question suggests, to refer only to the transportation. So you transport it physically in order later to hide it. Now, the difference between the two is if we accept yours, which is the broader, this statute includes everything that has nothing to do with the common word money laundering. Anytime you hide something, for whatever reason, you hide it to take it to pay the couriers. You're money laundering. Anytime you run a gambling operation and the people stick the money in the wad of their shoe, they're money laundering. I mean, why? Would you think Congress would want that narrow reading when it can be read to focus much more closely on money laundering just by reading it literally for what it says? Your Honor, several responses uh, uh, to that to that question. Uh, first of all, what the purpose? If, if we want to look beyond the the words designed in whole or in part in the context of the international money laundering statute to try to discern what the purpose was of this statute. The purpose of this statute was to prevent criminals from taking their proceeds abroad where they would be outside the reach of all of these controls that had been set up in the United States in order to detect illegal proceeds and use those proceeds to trace back to the crimes and the criminals that generated them. But if that's all they were getting at, they wouldn't have to have this international component at all. Because if you totally eliminated the, the, the to or through requirement, and you were able to focus or properly focus solely on the method of the transportation, etc., then you would cover not only cases in which the concealment ultimately would take place by crossing a border, but you would pick up cases in which the concealment would take place even within the United States, and that would certainly be in the, in the government's interest. But if you add, if you say, well, but this is limited by a to or through requirement, then it suggests, it seems to me, as Justice Breyer's question does, that it must, the statute must be getting at what happens when it crosses the border as opposed to the means of crossing. What, what's your answer to that? My answer to that, Your Honor, is that that would have, def- that, that would defeat the purpose for which this statute was enacted. The, the, the premise of this statute was that once illegal proceeds are taken abroad, taken outside of the United States system, we lose control of them. We use the, lose the ability to find them, and we will have but no that idea. Would be, what that would be equally true and an equally prom- appropriate objective, without the two or through requirement in there. In other words, you don't have to have you don't have to have the two or through requirement uh, in in order to to give the government a tool uh, for exactly the purpose that you describe. And there there could have been drafted a statute that was even broader than this one. 
um, in that respect. But the way — the reason that Congress Im- imposed the two or three requirement is that it knew — is that that was when the law enforcement in the United States would lose the ability to use ordinary investigative methods to find the proceeds of illegal crime. Well, then, then what you're saying, I suppose, is that the uh, movement of funds, if they're illegal proceeds, uh, outside of the country is a per se concealment. No, uh, no Your Honor. We do it, not — it, oh, it, Give me an example of when you take money outside of the country that's uh, illegal money. Yes. It's not a concealment. Um, yes. Let's say you have a drug dealer who conducts a number of drug transactions on one side of the border, takes his daily tape, puts it in his pocket or his wallet, and crosses the border into Mexico. Based on that evidence alone, the government would not be able to show beyond reasonable doubt that merely taking those illegal proceeds, known illegal proceeds, putting them in your pocket, that that was designed to conceal the location, that there was a plan. He puts it in his shoe, okay, because it's a lot. He puts it in his shoe. Yes. That would — That would be enough, wouldn't it? That would — yes, Your Honor. That would permit the inference. Now, of course, ultimately — What if he gives it to his his brother and says, take it across for me, will you? Well, I don't think that that alone is, is enough, Your Honor. What the statute asks is, can you find but if he tells his brother to put it in his shoe, it's <laughs> — that, that, that would get close. Why, why isn't that enough? If, if for example, he's being — he thinks he's being watched by law enforcement because they know he's up to something, but his brother isn't. Why isn't that oh, concealing? That — with that ad- additional evidence, absolutely. I think there would be a basis for a jury to find beyond reasonable doubt that that was designed — that that was designed well, to then conceal. Well, then let me back up. Let, yes. let me add this. Uh, it seems to me that you're saying that you, you have to say that uh, any movement of illegal funds outside the country which is concealed is per se concealing a relevant attribute. We don't go that far, Your Honor. As I, I said, you, you need to find — I think you have to go that far to make the case you're making. No, not, not at all. I mean, what — Congress could have said every cross-border transportation of illegal proceeds is covered, and they did not. What they did was they set up this filter for the but, one — But you're always concealing the control. You're always concealing the ownership. But — You're always concealing the location, if it's in your shoe or in the bottom of the car. I, I don't — you have to — they have to find a design to conceal. That it was he purposely out puts it in his shoe, okay? Yes. It's a design. He knows he's going to do it. So — and you're saying, I take it 100 percent of the time, that's illegal. If you're not saying that, I don't understand what you're saying. No, if you are saying that, I don't know why they called this statute laundering of monetary instruments. Why didn't they call it shoe hiding? Yeah. <laughs> and you're basically con- uh, confronting face-on the, uh, the dissent here which drew a distinction between transporting to conceal and concealing to transport. And all you have here is concealing to transport. Uh, And the question is whether that violates the statute. Uh, I I agree with Justice Breyer that if if this is a statute directed at concealing to transport, it's a funny name for it to think that it's a money laundering statute. Your Honor, the the title of this statute, money laundering, this is exactly what among the conduct that Congress had in mind when it enacted and when it confronted money laundering in 1986. 
It saw money laundering as the variety of ways in which criminals prevent the detection of their illegal proceeds and thus are able to profit from their crimes. It covered a wide range of conduct that included converting, yes, illegitimate wealth into legitimate forms through very complex means. But Congress was also concerned about uh, criminals taking their proceeds across the border surreptitiously in a well, way — Well, they concerned for this, what is it, 20-year penalty, not with you're talking about the, the person who gets — who is the drug dealer, but all that this evidence shows is that we have a courier. We don't even know if he knows who put the money in the car. We don't know if he knows the — who the person is that he's to deliver the money to. So on your theory, all you have to prove is that this defendant drove a car in which illicit money was hidden in order to get it out of the country. No grand design. All he is is a courier. He needs to know that part of the design, part of the plan of that transportation was to conceal or disguise. Well, that's a, that's a lot of fancy language. All he knows, in fact, if he's just a courier, is that somebody gave him money to take this car in which drug money is hidden across the border. And the use of that courier also was part of a design to conceal or disguise Not the ownership design. and control his of those His design drugs. is only — I mean, he's just a drug courier. And I think that's what — that's a problem with your interpretation of the statute. One can think of the kingpin having this elaborate plan, and when it gets to Mexico, it's going to go into this bank and that place. But here, the defendant is simply a courier, and on the government's theory, anyone who transports hidden money to get it out of the country, who, who drives the car, just the driver, is a money launderer. Justice Ginsburg, the uh, Congress's purpose here was in getting at exactly this kind of conduct by third parties in particular, because when you use a third party, that violates another purpose at which the statute is directed, using third parties to conceal who the true owner and control of the proceeds is. Well, suppose then the, the brother should be, then giving the money to the brother should, should uh, satisfy the statute. Because I, if, 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 I'm, if I'm in the drug business and my, you know, my, my brother is an international social worker or something, I'm, I'm certainly going to uh, conceal when I give it to him and he carries it across the border. Yes, Justice Souter, that would be another example of using a third party so that a, so that one part of the design of that transportation is to conceal the ownership and control of the proceeds. And in response to Justice um, Ginsburg's question, uh, Congress also, well, in, in the sentencing guideline system now, the guideline takes account of whether you have the individual who is also engaged in the underlying offense or whether you have a third party um, who had not been involved in the underlying offense. But no, no matter how you see it, this was precisely the conduct that Congress was getting at. It saw that the only way to, to get at crime, one way that was very important to it, was to get at the money. And in order to get at the money, you need to be able to counteract the ways in which the criminals would prevent law enforcement from getting at S the money. Suppose the person who set all this up lives in Mexico, and the sole 
intent of that person was to bring the money back to him in the place where he lives. That would, would that be money laundering for, by him to start out with? If he had designed this transportation, yes, Your Honor, because the whole — the design of the, this transportation was to conceal or disguise all five of the activities. Isn't it a question of — isn't it a question of his intent? Uh, it's not the effect of the design, is it? It's the intent of the design. It 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 is what was what was the plan? What was the conception? What decisions were made about why and how we get these proceeds? Everybody from knows he's a drug dealer back in Juarez, wherever he lives in Mexico. But he's famous in town. He's he's a well-respected man because he's a big drug dealer. And he has just arranged to get the money delivered to him so that he can spend it. What, what, what's concealing there? And he's arranged it in a way, if we're assuming the transportation here, so that his ownership and control of those proceeds will be disguised. Will be disguised. During the course of the transportation by saying, I'm going to select the During the course party. of the transportation. The that, the transportation. That is not what you say in your brief. I'm looking at page 41, and what you say is if no independent evidence establishes that concealment or disguising of a pertinent attribute of the proceeds would occur at the point of destination, then a fact finder would lack a reasonable basis for inferring that the transportation was designed to conceal or disguise. In other words, in the hypothetical Justice Scalia just gave, in other words, he, everybody knows he's a drug dealer and he spends the money, there is no evidence. Uh, uh, concealment or disguising the pertinent attribute at the point of destination. That, the, the sentence, uh, Chief, Mr. Chief Justice, that you just read is the last in a series of ifs um, that we lay out in our brief, where we, where we assert that at any point in the transportation, a jury could find evidence of a design to conceal or disguise. And that last sentence says, if they haven't found any evidence concerning the means and the method and the person used for the actual cross-border transportation, and if, in addition, there was no evidence of what would occur at the point of destination, then there would be no evidence. So, so there's no money laundering if they conceal the proceeds in a suitcase that's in the trunk of the car. Is that enough? Well, that would Is that concealing the, the money? If we're talking about just uh, the attribute of location, Use of a, of a suitcase, I would say, provides some evidence that there was a design to conceal the location of those illegal proceeds during, uh, as well, part does, of this cross-border transportation. Does use of a suitcase provide that evidence? I think it would provide basis for a jury. When I use a suitcase, I'm using it to carry my clothes, not to conceal them. And if the jury were presented with testimony that that was the design, that the only design, the only purpose, the only uh, plan in using that suitcase was to use it to secure money for travel, then we would not have met our burden, well, but based I, only I, on I the circumstance. Not, your, your answer to Justice Scalia's hypothetical, it's, it's still not clear to me. It, yes, it, and it, 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 it seems to me your answer should be yes, because he's concealing the ownership as of the time he goes across the border, which brings me to my early, earlier question, that once it's concealed, the statute is always, is always valid. Then you indicated that, oh, well, what happens at the destination is very important. Then we had Justice Scalia's hypothetical, and I'm not sure where you came out on that. Oh, our, l l let, me be, let me be clear. I think even if one were to hypothesize that there would be no effort whatsoever to conceal the money at the point of destination, 
but a jury could find that the transportation itself was designed in other respects, in its method, in its means, to conceal or disguise an attribute of the proceeds, that would be enough to find that it was designed in whole or in part, in any part. During the transportation is always a concealment of an attribute under the statute. That has to be your position. Concealment, y- yes. And the only exception that we make would be in the Chief Justice's example. If the jury were to find that there was no design to conceal the location, for instance, to prevent its discovery, it was only my only design was to secure this for transport. May, like may I, I put my money in my wallet to do that. May I ask you a broader question, Ted? Forgetting the text of the statute for just a minute, because the text is, is extremely broad. Do you think the question whether there's an, an attempt to create an appearance of legitimate wealth has anything to do with the analysis? The question presented is, is whether there the must be such a and, — and are you arguing that's totally irrelevant? And, and, and also does the, the familiar title, money laundering, totally irrelevant? Your Honor, we disagree that there is any — there is no appearance of legitimate wealth requirement in the statute. There's this, no one, okay. This and, statute, and the yes. term laundering really should be totally ignored. The term laundering, under, when it is understood to mean the way Congress meant it and the way Congress was viewing this conduct, is much broader than petitioners suggest. Laundering is the many ways in which criminals prevent detection of their proceeds. It would include, and Congress certainly had evidence before it. Uh, I understand you can find a violation with it, but what I'm really asking you, is this just a total wild goose chase? We shouldn't even consider laundering at all. As I, as I understand your argument, it's totally irrelevant. The title of the statute, can, the, the terms of the statute are what matter here. The terms so it is are plain. Uh, but even if you were to look at the term laundering, it would not support petitioner's argument that that has a narrow meaning that includes only conduct that creates an appearance of legitimate wealth. So if, if this uh, fellow were driving to Canada, would that be a different case? Because Canada does not have the sort of cash economy we've heard about in Mexico? Uh, if the method of transportation were exactly the same, it would make no difference, Your Honor. In, in this case, this, this transportation method was designed, a jury could find beyond a reasonable doubt, to conceal or disguise the ownership and control of the proceeds through the third party. And if that were the case and they were going to Mexico, it would be the same. The nature and the location of the proceeds through uh, the use of this uh, secret compartment and the goat hair to disguise the, um, the scent of the proceeds from the drug detection dogs. We also had evidence. So if, what if the fellow says, you know, there are dangerous roads between here and, and Mexico. I'm hiding the money so that if, if uh, you know, a gang comes up, they don't, they don't find it. And you say, no, we think you're hiding it because it's uh, illegal proceeds. Is that enough to get to the jury? I think that's enough to get to the jury, and that would be a jury question, Your Honor, yes. Um, just, just to be clear, you, you affirmatively say that concealing to transport is enough. Right? Yes, Your Honor. It, that, that, is, that is enough. Concealing to transport when the jury, when it is the part of the design of the transportation to conceal the location, nature, source, ownership, or control, any single one of those things. And but all why, of those Why do you make distinctions between methods of concealment? I mean, if the design is to get the money out of the country, 
why should it matter whether you put it in a travel bag, you put it in the glove compartment, you put it in your wallet, or you go through this elaborate uh, disguise that we see here? What, if, if what's important is getting it uh, beyond the border, beyond the reach of law enforcement in the United States, why should it make a difference how carefully it is concealed? That need not make a difference if there is evidence before the jury, if there is evidence that the ultimate design of the transportation is to conceal or disguise the, the proceeds at the point of destination. Well, then your only defense is to go across the border and you before you go across, you put all the money in, in your arm so people can see it. That's, well, the, that's the way you do it. In, Other than that? In that situation, the, there would be no basis to find concealment or disguise of location. Now, some of the other attributes may be at issue if a third party is conducting that transportation, but location from the method alone. So the jury would need information about, well, what is the, what is the design, what is the purpose of this cross-border transportation, they could still find that the necessary design to conceal or disguise is satisfied by evidence that the whole purpose here is to get it to Mexico where it will be uh, turned into legitimate wealth, for instance. That's transporting to conceal. That and I was saying this statute covers both. It covers both, Your Honor. It asks broadly, what was the how was this transportation designed and planned out? In whole or in part, in any part, was it designed to conceal or disguise? And that would encompass all of the stages that we are, uh, that we are discussing. In your brief, you said the bulk cash statute would not apply to a courier. Do you still take that position, that, that the government's choice is to indict from money laundering or nothing? The bulk cash, well, the bulk, uh, in this case, there's no evidence in this record that a bulk cash smuggling uh, statute uh, uh, charge would have been viable because there's no evidence in this record that this defendant knew of a currency reporting requirement and intended to evade it. Petitioner's argument that the bulk cash smuggling statute shows that the conduct here was not intended to be covered by the money laundering statute is incorrect for the very reason that Justice Kennedy has identified. The bulk cash smuggling statute could not have filled a gap in the money laundering statute for the conduct here because it has always contained a provision that covers the transportation of known illegal proceeds across the border to evade a, tra- a reporting requirement. There, there's no principle that uh, uh, all criminal statutes have to cover every Every bad act. Maybe Congress has left a gap. I'm willing to entertain the possibility that this individual, obviously doing something very bad, doesn't, you know, falls between the two stools. He, he is neither guilty under the taking currency out of the country statute because he didn't know of the existence of the statute, and he's not guilty uh, under this one because he was not transporting to conceal, but was concealing to transport. And so there's a gap. Yeah. The Justice Department can certainly get that gap filled readily enough. I don't know why we should torture either one of the statutes to close it. The plain reading of the money laundering statute 
covers this conduct, and Congress specifically had this conduct in mind. As just as Senator Biden said in questioning, and he became one of the co-sponsors, questioning um, a witness about this, isn't it the truth that if we if we strengthen all our domestic controls against money laundering, aren't the criminals going to resort to physically transporting their cash out of the United States? How, how many co-sponsors were there? I don't know, Your Honor. This is part of the core conduct at which this statute was directed, this International Concealment Money Laundering Statute. How does that show what you wanted to show? I mean, what I just heard you say is that Senator Biden said if we make it very tough to launder money in the United States, then criminals will send their money abroad to be laundered or transported abroad in order to launder it. How does that help you? They, they will resort to taking their money physically out of the United States, and the Senate report says that this provision was designed to halt this flow. In order to launder it. Were they not talking about money laundering? If the premise — Were they not talking about it? I'm just going back. I didn't read the Senator Biden statement, I'm, so I'm just curious. Th- this provision was directed at preventing the illegal monies from leaving the country. It would have made no sense for Congress, having understood that when money leaves the United States, we have little, if any, ability to know what happens to it, to require in this statute proof beyond a reasonable doubt of what would happen to it. Well, trying to but you, the money. But you, in response to one of my uh, hypotheticals, said uh, that it would be relevant in some cases to show that it was designed to create the appearance of legitimate wealth. So you've put that if, back if, in. So you've put that back into play. If we have that evidence, yes, Your Honor. But to take position, petitioner's position that it would be necessary evidence in every case in which to prevail under this statute to know of future plans to launder abroad, when the premise of this statute is that when the money leaves the country, we cannot know what happens to it. Well, it makes no well, sense. If, if that's what they're concerned about, taking the money out of the country, why do they have the concealment requirement? They could have just said, you know, if you take uh, dirty money out of the country, you're guilty. But they, they could. didn't say that. They have a concealment. I, I, I can't understand why, if the money is, is hidden during the transportation, it's any worse than when the money is not hidden during the transportation. It isn't the, it isn't the hiding during the transportation they're concerned about. It, the statute doesn't make any sense that way. I, I think that it does, Your Honor. The, the, court, the, the Congress certainly could have written it in the broad way that you've suggested. It's not unlike the way that they wrote Section 1957, which covers broadly all transactions in illegal money. They chose to not cover everything and to cover cross-border transportations where there's evidence of some intent on the part of that individual to conceal or disguise. And when you think about it, they had set up uh, regulatory provisions like the transaction reporting requirements. When there's no conceal or disguise, there were other controls in place as, say, the first line of defense against money laundering to say, if $10,000 or more is leaving the country, we're going to know about it because we have, re- we have reporting requirements. Here, the Senate report says that they made the decision to require evidence of concealment. Evidence of concealment of a crime is what the report says. And any time one of these attributes of illegal proceeds is being concealed or disguised, that is concealing a crime in a way that impairs law enforcement from finding those proceeds. May I ask, may I ask this question? If the statute did con- con- include, and I know you think it does not, a requirement of trying to create an appearance of legitimate wealth, you would lose. 
in this case? I don't think so, Your Honor, and I would, I would go back to the evidence that Justice Alito has pointed out that is in this record, that uh, there's evidence in this record that, um, that the, by taking the funds to Mexico, they would be able to be used in a way that would not raise suspicion. Well, but it's also consistent with the evidence they went to pay the drug dealer for the drugs. Uh, and then a jury, you can't say it's clear beyond a reasonable doubt that that wasn't, was not what was going on. There, there was, uh, I, I would not, I would not disagree with that. I think that we do, I see that my red light is on. Why don't you finish your answer? Your Honor, there was, there was evidence in this case that the proceeds were removed, this was expert testimony, removed from the United States to conceal so as not to go through reporting requirements so that the money would not be identified to U.S. law enforcement. We believe the jury could also infer that further efforts to conceal and disguise those proceeds would occur in the point of destination. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you, Ms. Schertler. Uh, Mr. Beard, you have four minutes remaining. Justice Scalia, when, when I left, we were discussing — I forget what it was that I didn't understand. <laughs> but I, <laughs> happily, I've been thinking about it. Disruption versus detection, I had told you, told the Court that this was not a detection statute as much as it is a disruption statute. And I think it's important for the Court to recall that the very broad interpretations that the government advances today are essentially the very broad interpretations that the Congress rejected explicitly 20 years ago. The Congress rejected the notion that the transportation of illicit funds in and of itself uh, created money laundering liability. That, and we've discussed that. I think it's important, um, Justice Scalia in particular, um, in response to your question, to, to bring this up because the Congress recognized that detection would be harder by, in rejecting that type of legislation, but rejected that they, that they did. <clears throat> the Congress has also shown itself capable of, of, of in the 1957 context, of taking transactions uh, involving unlawful proceeds and, and making those per se uh, illegal. They could have easily done the same thing in the transportation context if they had wanted to, but instead they were looking at the separate behavior that comprises money laundering. It's the notion that you're taking money somewhere else and you're doing something else and it gives rise to separate liability. I think the, 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 the true harm in the government's interpretation, it basically conflates the uh, liability of, for money laundering with the underlying offense, because all of the underlying offenses involve concealment. May I ask this same basic question of you? Do you think the de design to create an appearance of legitimate wealth is an essential element of offense? It is not an element, Justice Stevens, as I said. It's that, so that, that's that your question presented raised that question. You're walking away from that question. We spoke in, 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 in the question presented in that broad term because we think that that language encapsulates What's taking place? It's not an essential element of the offense. You can see that. It is not an element, but what is an essential element is the need for the transportation or tra uh, uh, the transportation to be designed to accomplish the same thing, to obfuscate those attributes. It's and, th and, that, and therein is the reason it's not why the same thing. Uh, appearance of, of legitimate wealth is, goes to one of the attributes, the nature of what's being transported. It doesn't go to all the other attributes. The Congress had identified, Justice Alito, those particular attributes, uh, attributes as being key to uh, allowing the, the launderer to inject the money back into commerce. It may be that, that nature uh, is implicated more often, but the Congress chose to list the others because they thought that those were the particular attributes that, broadly speaking, uh, allowed for the laundering process. This notion of, of — Suppose the evidence is clear that he knew he was taking it across the border and it was to pay the drug dealer. 
Would that suffice? For liability under the statute, Justice, no, because the purpose there was not to uh, to uh, obscure the attributes. It's simply repayment. That, that it's the the final leg, if you will. Well, but no, no. He can, he conceals it in oh. order to in order to pay the drug dealer. Yes, I'm I'm I'm, I'm saying. I, I may have misunderstood. Are you saying if Mr. Cuellar were to know that he was paying the drug dealer? Yes. That that wouldn't give rise to laundering because what all you have there basically is money spending. It's the the no, conduct of the underlying. Is concealing who owns and controls? No, I, I don't think so. I think what you would have under these circumstances is merely the, the, the final step, if you will, in the, in the, the underlying uh, unlawful activity. It, Mr. Beard, can't you give us something we can get this guy on? I mean, you're, you're, I'm not comfortable. He, he's doing carrying that. dirty money. It, it, it even smells of, of drugs. Uh, can't we get him as an accessory to, uh, to drug dealing or something? You say he has to walk. Well, Justice, I'm not uncomfortable with the notion of him walking because I'm not uncomfortable with the notion you brought up earlier with that there may indeed be a gap. And if there is a gap, then there's a remedy for that. But I think the, that if the there point, The point about aiding and abetting something, this money reeks of marijuana. And that was very puzzling to me why this is the standard operating procedure to take, take this money and wrap it in containers that had contained the drugs, so so if the police find it, they know it's drug money. Justice, I, I, I know that the initially the way this went down is the money that was in his pocket. That's what triggered the, uh, that's what they said smelled like uh, raw marijuana, and then uh, eventually they found the, the drug money. And I can't tell you why they did it this way, I can, but I think that your question underscores they were concerned not with obfuscating any attributes, obviously. They were concerned with getting this money back to repay the person who had sent the drugs north under the government's theory. Thank you, Mr. Beard. Thank you, Court. The case is submitted.